Welcome in to another edition of Locked On Titans. I'm Jimmy Morris, joined always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you today? Oh man, doing good. Got the NCAA tournament on TV. It's a really good day. Yeah, it's definitely one of the one of the best sporting days of the year. Uh, so we are going to talk a little Titans uh, while we watch these games. Uh, before we do that, I remind you we write for MusicMiracles.com, cover the Titans for SB Nation, so you can check us out there. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the new Himalaya podcast app, any of those places you get in your podcast. Just search out Lockdown Titans, you'll find us. Uh, if you have a smart speaker in your house or in your car, you can just say play podcast Locked On Titans and you will hear us there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Jay Morris MCM. Terry's at T Lambert TN. We're going to hit some voicemails today. If you want to be a part of a future voicemail show, 615-787-8762 is the number you call in. Leave us about a minute-long message, and we will get to you on the show. So like I said, we're doing voicemails. Before we do that, talk a little bit about Jordy Nelson and just kind of reset the free agency market a little bit after what's, I guess, now kind of the first two waves of free agency have passed. As those reported later, or I guess a little bit last earlier this week, that the Titans had some interest in Jordy Nelson. Uh, you know, after the Raiders had cut him uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to get really excited about Jordy Nelson at this point. But if he's a guy that you bring in uh, as an option as an outside receiver, currently your outside receiver options behind Corey Davis are most likely Taewon Taylor and Tajay Sharp. So I, I think it's probably foolish for us to, you know, poo-poo any of these names, like a Crabtree or Jermaine Kersher, you know, whoever it may be. I guess Kersher's more of a slot guy. But, you know, any of those guys that, that can play outside that you could bring in to compete, uh, it's probably not a bad idea for the Titans to at least kick the tires there. Yeah, Titans still have a need. You know, we said it when, when they signed Adam Humphreys. Uh, still have a need on the outside because right now you're you're looking at Taewon Taylor and Tajay Sharp, whoever – ends up playing getting those reps uh I, I just think the titans can do a lot better there um and we've talked about it being an all-in year for marcus mariota why not go get him a vet you know get him a veteran that he can count on that he can trust uh a guy like jordy nelson you know 34 years old I, what's left in the tank i look he, he's not the same guy that he was in green bay clearly uh but he was productive for for oakland last year in, in a bad offense um, you, you know, playing for, with a, quite frankly, a bad quarterback. Uh, Derek Carr is is you know has taken a, a bunch of steps steps back in the recent years. Uh, still caught 63 passes for 739 yards last year, three scores. Uh, I, I know a lot of that came in one game. Uh, I remember him wrecking a DFS slate uh, on us last year. But um, anyways, I, I think he would be a huge upgrade over what the Titans already have. I think that the team really needs to entertain the idea of signing one of these veterans. Um, I think we've been pretty vocal uh, about not wanting a rookie coming in and having to depend on a rookie to figure it out. Uh, we want a vet. This is a guy that you can get for cheap. So, you know, maybe I'm too excited about it, but but I'm definitely for kicking the tires on Jordy Nelson. Yeah, because like I said, I mean, other options that you have out there, Pierre Garçon, uh, other than other guys that I mentioned earlier, I'm with you. I, they need to bring somebody else in, in my opinion. And, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if they draft a receiver. Uh, I will kind of be surprised if they draft a receiver in the first round. Uh, again, just with, with the youth in that room, it would make sense to to bring in a guy that's done it in addition to Adam Humphrey. So it, it makes sense from that standpoint. So 
uh, we'll kind of keep an eye on that. You know, as as we get into this this next period of free agency, these deals they don't necessarily come together as quickly as the ones you know where you hear guys visiting with a team and then you know thirty minutes later there's you know an agreement in place. The, the guys at this phase are they're taking a few visits, uh, you know, kind of going around gauging their options, and then you know just kind of I guess figuring out where the best fit is for them, and that's where they'll end up. Uh, and like I said, to kind of reset just the free agency market. Uh, overall, looking at the the top guys available on the NFL trade rumors site, you've got like the top five here: Justin Houston, Dominican Sue, Ezekiel Ansa, uh, Darquez Denard. So you know, I mean, you still got some names out there. Uh, you know, some pass rushing type options. Justin Houston, a guy that I mean, we've heard the Titans are not interested in. I think Paul Karski reported that. Uh, that's not something they're, that they're interested in doing. And Dominican Sue, we'll get to him. i got to voice my question on him in a little bit, so we'll talk about that then. Uh, Ansa's a guy that's typically a 4-3 guy, so don't know if there'll be a lot of interest there. Denard's a corner. Then you're looking at Eric Berry, Zach Brown, um, you know, and Nick Perry, Trey Boston, those types of deals. So, um, you know, I, I think we'll see another guy or two signed. Um, it, Probably an offensive lineman, maybe, but I mean, you're talking about TJ Lang, Quentin Spain being the top guys available there. Uh, so I, I don't think they're necessarily done yet bringing guys in, but at this point, it's there, there's nobody, there's no like real, you know, game changer type guys still available. Yeah, and I think they're done uh, on the pass rush front, at least in free agency. You know, we've talked about the, the edge guys, the edge options in the draft. I could definitely see them going edge at. Uh, 19 if the right guy falls there but again you know just looking at receivers uh, going back to receivers the veteran guys left Michael Crabtree look I, I know he's he's old he's slow it, the bar is is he better than Taewon Taylor and, and I have to say yes right now so uh, you know you look at, at Demarius Thomas he, that's a little more itchy with the Achilles injury uh, gonna be 31 years old that's always scary you know Jimmy mentioned Jermaine Curse, Pierre Garcon uh, you know, they're, they're all in that, that mix with Jordy Nelson there. Chris Hogan is another guy, you know, with Patriots connection um, that's been linked to the Titans. So uh, I, I'm for it. You know, I, I think this team needs veterans. They don't need rookies. You know, it's, it just seems to take receivers two, three years to really figure it out. We don't have two, three years to figure it out anymore. Uh, we need to see what Marcus Mariota is right now. Um, I I'd kind of be surprised, honestly, to see John Robinson not bring in one of these these veteran receivers. I don't think they're going to be very expensive at all. I think you're going to get some some bargain bin type deals, uh, some some one to two year deals. You know, this this kind of reminds me of the Eric Decker deal, where you know Decker kind of left a bad taste in our mouth with with all of his drops late, but uh, just a guy that can come in, put a band aid on this room. Uh, just kind of stabilize this thing until the Titans can find a younger, better option down the road. Yeah, and, and a guy that could be interested in helping out the younger guys, you know, apparently Eric Decker was not interested in doing that. That was kind of the reports that came out after he left. But, you know, a, a guy that could help on that front because you do have some young talent there, especially in Corey Davis, that you're, you're excited about, but it would definitely benefit from working with, with an older guy. So, anyway, that, that's, that's kind of what we think that they'll be looking at. Uh, here in the next few weeks leading up to the draft. All right, coming up, we will get into our voicemail for this week. Hi, this is Keith. I'm from Memphis, but I now live in Connecticut. And I wanted to get your guys' your guys' opinion now that we have some little bit more free agency done and needs addressed. 
Will we be able to stay at 19, maybe get Bradbury, the center from North Carolina State, locked down that position for the next seven to ten years, hopefully, and not worry about it anymore? I know everybody's screaming for a, another pass and receiver in round one. I say take the center, be done with it, and let's move on to something else. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts. Thank you for your time. Yeah, Kate, I'm all in on taking Garrett Bradbury at 19. I think you maximized this offensive line. I think you really set up Marcus Mariota to succeed. You know, you talk about maximizing the run game. I think you're really helping Marcus Mariota, getting him consistent protection there, getting him a consistent run game to build that play-action game off of. I just think it has more of an effect than taking a receiver. So, um, we've been pretty vocal about not wanting a, a rookie receiver. Uh, again, we said, we talked about that. We touched on that in the last segment. Uh, we just think it's going to take time for these rookie receivers. We've seen it time and time again with all these receivers that have come through Nashville. Uh, I think with the offensive line, it's a little easier projection there. Uh, they'd have to shuffle some pieces there. But, man, I am I am absolutely all in on building this run game around Derrick Henry setting up this offensive line for the future. You know, you got to be careful with, with saying uh, we don't have to worry about it for the next seven to ten years. You know, we talked about Chance Warmack yesterday uh, being the biggest bust in Titans history, according to us. So I uh, want to be careful there, but Bradbury is certainly an athletic piece that can really get to the second level, a perfect piece for the zone-blocking scheme. Uh, I, I like his fit in Nashville a lot. And, you know, I, I don't see anyone jumping him uh, as being my favorite for the Titans to draft at 19. Yeah, you know, I, I think with what we've seen so far, they're going to take an interior offensive lineman in the first two days. I mean, I, I think that's a pretty safe assumption to make at this point. And so when you go through these mock draft deals, and again, you know, we don't have any idea what's going to actually happen on draft day. But they've got that. The Draft Network has that tool where you can go in and you can pick, and it simulates, you know, based off of different things or whatever. Um, if you've done any of those, you know, you get to a point where you get to 19, and there's not like some of the guys that you're really in love with. Are, they're not going to be there. The, the, the top tier pass rushing guys. I mean, obviously, the you know the top tier are obviously not going to be there. But even some of the guys that earlier in these mocks were kind of falling down, um, they're not there anymore. Uh, you know, the people that are in love with the tight ends, most people think Hawkinson's going to be gone before, uh, you, you know, before 19. And, and I just, I, I can't see no fan. I, I just, that doesn't make any sense at all to me. So I, I don't think receiver makes sense either, like we're saying. So I, I think that Bradbury is going to be maybe one of the few like blue chip type guys that is still going to be on the board and available there. And so if that's a, if, if he's a guy that they really, really like, that's a position that they put a premium on, which we think it has to be at this point, then I think that pick makes a lot of sense. And I was kind of out on it in the beginning, but as we've moved closer and gone through these things, as free agencies kind of played out, I just think it makes sense. Now, again, if there's if there's a pass rusher there, uh, whether it be an edge guy or even if it's a defensive lineman, I, I would prefer, if there's a guy that they love there, I would prefer to go that way because I, st- I do think you can find somebody that can that can at least fit in your offensive line on the second day. But if those guys aren't there, if there's not a guy that you think can come in and give you double-digit sacks right away, then by all means, sure up the offensive line. Uh, get the, get Like you said, get the run game consistent 
uh, protect Marcus Mariota. Um, and that just does so many things. I mean, obviously the run game, you know, I mean, if they're, if that's good, it's good, it's good for everybody. But it, it takes heat off of Mariota and opens some things up. Uh, you know, the pass rushes are not as active or as you know, rel- or not relentless, but willing to sell out as much if they're if they're afraid of the run game and all that kind of stuff too. So yeah, I mean, I, I think that pick makes a lot of sense uh, for the Titans. And like I said, I, I've 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 become more interested in that as we've gone through this and as I've looked at some some mock drafts and stuff and just trying to do them. And, and it just kind of seems like he may be one of the few blue chip guys that will still be there. All right, coming up, we'll talk a little bit about Indomitian Sue. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Terry. It's Jake. Uh, just calling to check in on how how you guys are doing, how the team's doing. Uh, I love what you guys do. Uh, this is a great podcast, and uh, I appreciate everything you guys do and taking all the time to do what you do and opening up the fans to us. I just had a quick question. What do you guys think about Indomitian Sue? I know you guys are getting questions about him every day, probably. Um, I know Amy Adams Strunk and the in the – and the ownership, they uh, have given big money to spend a John Robinson, it looks like, this offseason with the contracts. Um, and they said that they're going to do whatever it takes to win. If they don't, they want to get out of that 9-7 and seven range. Um, so I just wanted to give your guys thoughts on like, Dominic and Sue. I think you can take this defensive line to a whole other level. I have some flexibility of what you can do in the draft as well. All right, guys, have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, I, I think they're – I think we're done seeing – big free agents, you know, but then again, you know, I feel like the Titans have kind of proved us wrong. They've kind of shedded that, that image of not spending on free agents, on free agents. Uh, and Dominican Sue is a guy that, that probably wants to get paid uh, still to this day. And he's just, uh, he's kind of been a master working to get, working to maximize his, uh, his own career. Uh, you know, he, he's an older guy now. He's not going to cash in on that big four, five, six year deal anymore. But I, I just feel like he's going to work the system, get the most out of a one to two year deal. But, it, you know, what the Titans have going for him, we know that they were in on him last year. So I, I think if the price is right, uh, they could they could certainly become a player for him. You know, and, and I think they could really use a shot of energy on that defensive line. Something opposite of Jarrell Casey. It's something that they've neglected for really the better part of, of the last decade. You know, I, I feel like Jarrell Casey's career has it hadn't been wasted, but uh, you know he's been the guy facing all the double teams. He hadn't had much help, uh, so so I'd be for it. Um, I, I think the Titans have shown an aggressive mentality in free agency. Uh, again, I, I don't know if if the price is going to be right here, but. Um, if it dips below, you know what he what he got with with the Rams last year. Maybe the Titans are interested, uh, but I, I still think defensive line is going to be one of the top needs that John Robinson is looking at in the draft. And look, the, the draft is setting up to to really fall into the Titans' lap if they want one of those defensive linemen. A ton of options are, are going to be on the board at, at 19. But you know, if they kind of focus in on offensive line and Garrett Bradbury or Chris Lindstrom, something like, someone like that. Uh, then Indomitian Sue makes a lot of sense as a, a plug-and-play guy for one or two years. Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it there. I, I think he's a guy that is still looking to maximize his earning potential. And at this point, it's one- to two-year deals. Uh, it's, like you said, it's all he's going to get. So I, I think that he's going to hold out there to see who's going to give him that money. He said he, wanted to, he wants to stay on the West Coast. I don't have any idea. I mean, he, he may feel that way, but if somebody somewhere else offered him a bunch of money, I think he would leave. 
Now, you know, they, like you said, they ran on him last year, so they were obviously interested at that point. Uh, I doubt much has changed as far as, you know, him as a player. I mean, he's another year older. I think there was some, you know, effort concerns last year during the year. He really turned it on for the playoffs. You know, he's still got it in him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're done with the big money additions at this point. They've got, you know, a little bit more than $25 million in cap room left. So they they still got a little bit of room to do something if they wanted to do something like that. But, you know, you, you've got considerations down the road as far as salary cap goes with, with guys. Are they going to pick up Jack Conklin's option? Do you think he's a guy that's going to return somewhat to form from before? Are you going to have to give him a long-term deal after this year? you got the quarterback situation. Uh, you know, if you think Mario, I mean, whatever you think there, they, they've got some stuff there. So if it was going to be – if they were going to get Sue – I would assume it'd be on a one-year deal, and I, I think it won't be until after the draft, um, kind of when you see how those things play out. Um, There's they, still clearly a need there, but like you're saying, that's by all accounts, you know, interior offensive linemen, interior defensive linemen are two of the deepest, you know, strongest, deepest positions in this draft. It's a good year to need those types of guys, not a great year to need, you know, skill positions or any of that stuff. So it, it sets up well for the Titans for the what the Titans need there. So then it's just a matter of how they feel about him. Do they still want to spend that money? What does he want? I mean, all those things factor in. But um, you know, I haven't heard much on him at all, which is is, is a little bit strange. Uh, I know it was something that went well into the summer last year. So we could be looking at, at something similar on that this year. And I, I don't think, like you said, I don't think they're like completely out on him. I think you know if the price got down to a, to a certain point, they would be willing to do it. But I don't think they're willing to step out quite like they were last year, where you know by all accounts they were it was down to them and the Rams, um, and you know similar type packages. But he liked the Rams better, so he went there. So um, I, I doubt they're as as interested as last year, but still think they would be at least interested in, in having him in for the right price. All right, that'll do it for today's show. Um, we next week. Uh, We'll start to look into what the other teams in the division have done in free agency, uh, kind of break all that down, talk about where they are uh, versus what the Titans have done. So uh, stay tuned for that. Again, if you want to leave us a voicemail to be a part of next week's show, we really appreciate everybody that does that because it really helps us out uh, when, when things get a little bit slow uh, news-wise. So 615-787-8762 is the number you call. Leave us about a minute-long voicemail. And then we'll start to really dig into these, some of these prospects in the draft over the next couple of weeks, have our draft guys on, uh, all that kind of stuff to break that down. Again, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, the Himalaya app, whatever it is, uh, please subscribe so that you get the new episodes as soon as they're available. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at MCM. Terry's at T Lambert TN. And as always, you can play it on your smart speaker. Just say play podcast Locked on Titans. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again next week.